welcome to the Rashida Reyes podcast. As you know, your podcast is all about your mental health and well-being. In today's episode, we will continue to talk relationships and mental health with the lovely Dr. Astera. Dr. Astera Brilka is a psychologist and professor who worked in different universities around the world and now she is a love and relationship coach based in the UK. Well, in today's episode, we will be talking about how to set healthy boundaries in a relationship and how to assertively communicate them. How also may your expectations will harm you instead of be good to you. Dr. Estera, we need to learn more about, well, setting healthy boundaries uh, in relationship, but also how to assertively uh, defend uh, our boundaries, let's say. Yes, that's right. That's one of the, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the most important uh, parts of a relationship is um, to be aware of your personal boundaries and also how to communicate them to your partner in a way that is not um, aggressive or uh, is not creating any conflict, but at the same time allows you to remain yourself, yeah? to, to have your limits, to um, agree to what you can agree, but um, to say no to the things that you don't want to accept um, in your life or in your partner's behavior. So having healthy boundaries, healthy personal boundaries are important um, for yourself as, as a person, but also in a relationship. And personal boundaries are invisible. So that's why um, you have to be able to communicate them uh, clearly to other people, because otherwise they will not know about your limits. And when you don't know about other person's boundaries, well, it's very uh, very easy to cross them and um, what is what is boundaries it's everything that we consider important uh, like including norms values and also things related to our well-being health uh, or money and um, if we are able to have healthy boundaries then we are able to live to our potential and be happy and also to feel accomplished uh, in life uh, because when our boundaries are um, continuously being crossed, then we feel upset, we may feel angry, and we may also feel resentment to those people that cross our boundaries, but also we may actually resent ourselves for, for the fact that we are not able to, to protect uh, our boundaries and that we all the time feel that someone is crossing our boundaries or make us, which is even worse, uh, make us to cross our own boundaries for someone else's um, someone else's you know um, um, gains yeah so that's that's why it's very important and if we think about uh, different boundaries as I said there, uh, there are quite a few um, aspects of, of our life and uh, quite a few boundaries so for example one uh, one type of boundaries is um, those physical boundaries which uh, relate to our personal space uh, our body 
um, sexuality, also our privacy. And these are, these are quite important uh, because we don't want to be taken advantage in, um, in any way, um, physically, um, or in terms of our personal space in, in a relationship. And that kind of boundaries, for example, is um, to have a boundary like, uh, like you know, uh, I will not have sex on, on the first date. So I can uh, know better the person that I'm interested in romantically. That's, for example, one of the boundaries. And when someone tries to make us to have sex on our first date, then, you know, we should be able to say no. Then another type of boundaries are mental boundaries, and these are about our thoughts, beliefs, uh, opinions, and also the freedom to express our opinions and not be, for example, ridiculed by our partner, especially in public. Uh, we would expect our partner that they uh, have respect to what we think, what we believe in, what, uh, what in what opinions uh, we have, and that, uh, that we can feel safe with our partner when we are expressing our beliefs, opinions, etc. So that's, that's another boundary that is important. Then emotional boundaries, that's more about uh, our feelings and also expressing uh, our feelings and emotions. But it also includes uh, being able to disengage from other, other people's emotions that are harmful to us. So for example, if, uh, if we are in a relationship and our partner has a very short fuse and gets very angry and upset with us um, from like whatever reason it is and then they like to escalate the conflict one of the one of the boundaries that we should have is to to be able to say no and just leave the conflict and disengage from those um, well unhealthy and challenging emotions that uh, our partner is exhibiting so, but also uh, another thing here would be to um, to be with someone that um, cares about how we feel. That's important as well in, in emotional boundaries. We expect that our partner will, well, not only mentalize uh, us, not only be, you know, aware of what we are feeling, but uh, also to have respect to our feelings. And then... Also, there are spiritual boundaries, which are about our religious or philosophical convictions. Um, well, we don't want to be with someone, for example, who has fun of our religion or our religious beliefs, if we are a believer. So that's also something important. And then the most, I would say, prosaic everyday boundaries, which are material boundaries. It's about our belongings, about our money our possessions, whether we lend it to other people, whether we, for example, lend money to our partner um, or, or other things that are of, of quite high value to us, especially maybe at the beginning of the relationship. So, uh, so that's very important to be able to, to um, set those boundaries, but also to um, assertively communicate them. And um, what does it mean to be assertive? Well, being assertive means that we are confident and also self-assured in communi communicating our boundaries to others, but we are not um, being aggressive. 
we are honest, we are direct, but without being aggressive, without you know putting the other person in a situation that they um, they are feeling attacked when we are communicating uh, our boundaries to them. So assertiveness is, is a skill that everyone can learn. Well, we don't really, we are not born with, uh, with be, being assertive. We quite often need to learn being assertive. And uh, assertive communi- communication builds on having respect um, for your own boundaries, but also for the boundaries of the other person. And um, when you are assertive, you are advocating for fulfilling everyone's needs, your needs and the needs of the other person in cooperation, which is uh, opposed to, for example, being aggressive, which, uh, which pretty often means that um, you're just uh, trying to secure the fulfillment of your own needs uh, at all costs, uh, even, if it including, even if it includes threats or some kind of emotional manipulation, um, or also violating other people's boundaries. So that's the difference between being assertive and being aggressive. And then, of course, we also have a passive, um, passive way of uh, communicating um, your boundaries, for example, which pretty often means that you are not really communicating anything. You are just avoiding the, the topic or, or you just, you know, let other people to cross your boundaries and you don't communicate them. But this is actually not okay with you so um that's about being assertive and of course if you want to be assertive again you have to have the clarity about your own needs and desires and um, for those who who are maybe aware there is the concept of um of the pyramid of needs uh, by maslow and then we have those you know those basic needs like uh, physiological needs at the bottom of the pyramid, then comes safety, um, needs of belonging, needs of uh, esteem, and then uh, at the very top we have self-actualization. And to be aware of your needs, you need to figure out um, what are your desires and also how important those desires uh, are for you. Yes. Thank you for this really, uh, let's say, manual and guide for how to uh, not only communicate and our boundaries, but also how to set them in. And you focusing on assertiveness is really important because we don't want to create conflicts. No one wants to enter into those alleys of, you know, uh, screaming and shouting and conflicts that could create. A- yes, exactly. That's not really a healthy way of communicating with anyone, not only in a relationship, but uh, at work or wherever else. So and- exactly. Indeed. So communicate your rights clearly and assertively in any kind and gentle way. And communication is really key for a healthy uh, relationship. So it is. Yes. Discuss uh, your needs. Um, discuss your feelings. Also open up and talk in a very kind and gentle way. Um, you know, um, if there is a lack of respect, you just need to point out this but any kind way and just work uh, from there without, you know, creating any sort of conflicts. Also, sometimes, Dr. Sarah, we have this kind of 
expectations also that could be damaging our long-term relationship you know we have certain um let's say image certain expectations about our future partner and we look for sometimes or some people look for perfection it's like coming from disneyland and and some, that's true and some mm-hmm. fairy tales while in reality it doesn't exist and no one is perfect if you are looking for someone perfect this perfect person would also be looking for someone perfect so we need to be aware just of the expectations you know um that we have we need to be realistic that no one is perfect and you know either you know your husband for example yeah that's that's true yeah exactly i mean we should maintain our high standards um in relationships so it means we shouldn't really, you know, go that much down uh, in our expectations um, of what our future partner is. That you know, we are we are not really accepting it anymore, but we are somehow compromising. But that's not good either because we will probably not be very happy if we, you know, go so so low in our expectations that we, for example, allow ourselves to be with someone who has completely different norms, disregards our values. Um, is, for example, aggressive, is, is not assertive, but is uh, manipulating us. Of course, that's something that we don't want to do. But as you said, there are no ideal partners out there either. So pretty often uh, we need to be aware of our expectations. And if we have some expectations that are so, so high, that it, that it might be really hard for anyone out there to meet those expectations, not to mention all the other expectations in other areas, then of course we should also think whether this is reasonable if we want to find somewhere for for a long-term happy relationship. Because if we are looking for for someone who is um, ideal in every aspect and we have very high expectations in in every aspect of, of life, towards this um, potential partner, then probably we will not be really able to find anyone who who can live um, up to our very high expectations. Um, so, yeah, one thing is uh, that is important when you're looking for a partner and you want to create a happy and healthy relationship is to be open, to have some expectations on some relatively high level, if this is what you have, but you know, still make uh, those expectations um, in a way flexible and still still be able to, you know, compromise on some things that are maybe a bit less important for you. Um, if you meet someone who, uh, who meets your high expectations in those aspects of your of life that are more important um, for you and, and from your, um, you know, point of view. Um, we need to be open because our partner, the one that may actually be very well suited for us, may differ uh, from our expectations. And that's about norms, that's about values, uh, you know, behaviors. But it also may be about uh, about the looks, you know, about the, the external part of, of the partner, so to say. So, you know, if someone wants to have a partner only who is like a blonde, uh, blonde with blue eyes or, and, you know, I don't know, like tall and, and slim, then, of course, you're also uh, narrowing down uh, your options. And again, it's not about 
uh, it's not about you know going uh, very low on your expectations but well maybe actually there is someone who has brown eyes and uh, i don't know brown hair and maybe more suited for you than than all those blonde guys or girls that you you've ever met so it's about being open and being you know flexible on those things that are maybe uh, less important but still have quite high expectations in, in those areas that are very important for the relationship. Well, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Sira, for bringing this subject of, you know, um, also physical uh, expectations. Uh, we don't need to be so fixated on it because, as I said, we are narrowing down our options. And at the end, you know, uh, we all all get older, so what matters is that we look exactly. That's right. People change. You know, different things happen. People have accidents. People have different illnesses that may you know appear at at some part par- at some point of our lives. So yeah, exactly. Our physical appearance will will change with time, um, for sure. So that's also something that well, it is important, right? You want to be attracted physically to your partner too, but just make sure that this is not something that is completely making you blind to all the other things that are more important in a relationship than just the looks. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That is absolutely brilliant. And uh, Dr. Sira, we truly enjoyed uh, having you here with us today. And uh, please, for the audience, tune in for like a sort of series of episodes related to relationships and mental health. Uh, with Dr. Sarah and with some other um, experts. Um, Dr. Sarah, we cannot thank you enough about this episode and also the next episode because we will be discussing uh, how to deal with arguments and crisis during the COVID-19, which is a very important topic. And it has kind of like an impact on our mental health and well-being. Um, Dr. Sira, uh, I would like you uh, to, let's say, end up this episode with uh, your uh, advice as usual. Yeah, right. Um, as you said, we will, we will have another episode about uh, dealing with arguments as well. Well, uh, to summarize this, this episode, I, I would uh, you know, stick to what, we, what we've discussed at the end, uh, being open and flexible when you're looking for a partner and when you already have a partner, when you are already in a relationship. Of course, it's important to have high, high expectations. It's important to be with someone who has similar or compatible values to yourself, who has the same, um, same outlook on different things in life, someone who has a very similar or a compatible goal in life as you have. But at the same time, it's important to be a bit flexible on different things because well there are no ideal partners as we have already established Mm -hmm. and uh, that's why openness and and flexibility is also important of course it can't be um, that pronounced that we start crossing our own boundaries and we start uh, disregarding our own own norms and values that are important to us because then most likely we will not have a happy, happy relationship with this other person. But to that extent that is still acceptable for us and it's not uh, crossing our boundaries, it's not making us miserable, it's not making us unhappy in a relationship, we should be able to compromise on different things. And of course, it's not about 
compromising all the time. But there are times in everyone's life that um, it's being able to compromise and being flexible and being able to, um, to have an agreement uh, on different things with your partner uh, is becoming more important than in some other um, times of, of your relationship together. We all have um, ups and downs. And sometimes during those downs, we may need more um, more um, developed communications because we may sometimes be uh, have to be more assertive with our partner. Um, it all depends on the situation, but definitely be flexible and be open as much as it's not uh, affecting negatively your own well-being and your own mental life, mental health, and and the way you feel every day in a relationship. Thank you for uh, this advice, valuable one, uh, and I agree with you. And, uh, you know, just choose wisely, be open and be flexible, as Dr. Astira uh, said. And, well, this was our episode for today. Tune in, as I said, for more episodes about relationships and mental health. Okay, thank you very much, Rashida, for having me here. Thank you. It is my honor, actually, to have you here. Thank you very much. Thank you.